stranding is when a marine mammal or a cetacean that has been left in a helpless situation that they might not survive by itself. So it can be beached on the shore, um, entangled or get injured in the sea. Where can we find them usually in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong. Well, they live in the sea, so anywhere in the sea or, or along the coastline of Hong Kong. But then why would they do this? Why would they exhibit beaching behavior? Mm. So there are a few factors that might cause it happen. But usually in Hong Kong, by the time we get there, they are usually dead. So they're carcasses. So either they get drifted to the shore or sometimes when cetacean get sick, they will tend to go near the shore. And the spe- these two species in Hong Kong, they are actually very coastal. So we can spot them quite easily along the coastline. It can cause by various reasons, but these are the three main cause of death that we have found from the past decades. So it will be the entanglement either by plastic bags, uh, fishing nets, fish, fishing gears, etc. Or boat strike, because the marine traffic in Hong Kong is pretty busy. And pollution as well. Mm-hmm. So, and pollution will cause infection. Then. Yes. So you said usually when you find them, they're already dead. But I've seen mm. some cases in other countries mm. where people actually succeeded at refloating them, mm. so pushing them back into the ocean. Mm. So that's not been possible in Hong Kong. Um, it, we haven't got any, well, not many live stranding cases so far, usually maybe once every two years. And the cases that we got reported, the dolphins are usually very injured, like Hope. He was severely uh both striked and got really bad injuries and infection as well. So mm-hmm. that was, he didn't survive. Or is it really because we don't have a very um, efficient response team mm. compared to other countries? Is Actually, that- comparing to other country in Hong Kong, we're very quick in response because Hong Kong is very small. So, and we have a really good team of uh, Marine Police or AFCD and with a lot of fishermen that help us with transporting any dolphin. So, and everywhere is quite close, like for Ocean Park and everywhere uh, everywhere in Hong Kong. So response-wise, it's actually very, very quick comparing to other countries. But we don't have a lot of live-stranding cases, so we don't have a lot of success case either. But what is this team composed of? You mentioned... Mm. You're from the Ocean Park Conservation mm. Foundation, and then you mentioned the AFCD and Marine Police. So mm. um, can you explain to us the composition of this team, basically? Since 2006, Ocean Park Conservation Foundation has been collaborating with Agriculture, Fishery and Conservation Department. From OPCF side, we have a full-time scientific officer with a team of part-time volunteer, veterinary and marine mammal care team to respond to any strandings in Hong Kong waters. So the procedure would be, say, I found mm. a Chinese white dolphin or mm. a Finnish porpoise. Then what should I do then if I found one on the beach? So we'll encourage everyone to call 1823. And nowadays, we highly recommend to take pictures so that we can know what species it is and how big it is and how accessible that place is. Then usually AFCD got the call and will call, uh, call me and then we'll form a team with the part-time and volunteers, whoever is available, and we'll go to the site and retrieve the carcass, bring it for a CT scan or MRI scan, and afterwards we'll bring it back to Ocean Park for a post-mortem necropsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to figure out the cause of death. Yes. Then. Mm-hmm. So we just mentioned that there are two different species mainly, mm. so the Chinese white dolphins and the Finnish porpoise. Mm. So 
Is there any difference when you receive calls for to uh, handle stranding of these two species? Yes, quite a big difference actually. Chinese white dolphin, they're a little bit bigger than the Finless porpoise. They they can go up to two point six meters, so and they're very heavy as well. So I usually need maybe four to six. Really strong guys to help me to lift them, <laughs>、right. but for the finless porpoise, they they are only about one point seven meters, so maybe three or four of us will be good enough、mm-hmm. for that. And usually for finless porpoise, they can be all around Hong Kong, from Saigon to Lantau Island. They can be found all around the coast. For Chinese white dolphin, they are usually found in the west side of Hong Kong. Why should we be concerned about this beaching behavior? It actually helps us to understand the ocean and understand the dolphin. So for dolphin, they don't really appear to us day to day. You don't really see the dolphin in your daily life. Nobody really realizes that in Hong Kong there are actually two species of dolphins. But by looking at the carcass, you can actually learn more about their life history and what kind of threats they are facing in Hong Kong water. Also, from the carcass, we can actually look at the、um, marine pollution pollutants, because、uh, we'll take samples from the blubber. From that, we can look at the toxicology and see how polluted or clean the water in Hong Kong is.、Mm. Essentially, how many dolphins or finless porpoises are beached in Hong Kong shores? Okay,、um, so. Since two thousand and six, we have about twenty to fifty cases each year. So、uh, for two thousand and fifteen, we had thirty-seven cases, and two thousand and sixteen, we have twenty-four, and so far this year, we had nine cases. So as mentioned before, you said that most of these causes are actually caused by human activity,、mm. so marine pollution mostly、mm. or marine traffic,、mm. um, which at which then cause them to beach.、Mm. So is there anything we can do about this? Um, for the entanglement, we really it. I, we understand that in Hong Kong we go out for fishing a lot, and it's a really nice activity to do, especially in the summer. But we highly encourage people to take away all their trash fishing nets because we do see fishing hooks and fishing nets inside the dolphin as well as entangling them. So that's one very important thing regarding the entanglement. Um, for the infection, we actually really hope that everyone use the biodegradable、um, sunscreen or shampoo or shower gel, or basically try to avoid any chemical that is untreated to be disposed in the water. That is something <laughs> for another topic because <laughs>、yes. I, I think I'm kind of having trouble differentiating which one is biodegradable and which one's <laughs> not. And they have all these ingredients, and sometimes you don't know which one is. Yeah, basically the natural ones. <laughs> Find、uh, a natural. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> one more question, actually.、Mm. Say if I find one that's live,、mm. and I really want to save it、mm. now, because if I call、um, 1823,、mm. then I have to wait for you. Maybe、mm. by then it will be dead.、Mm. So, is there any、um, emergency care knowledge、mm. that you can share with us, or at least keep it alive until you come here? Yes, definitely. So when you find a live dolphin, it's very critical that you call eighteen twenty three or try to contact us as soon as possible. But there are things that you can do, such as keep the dolphin、uh, moist. So, but before doing that, you need to cover its blowhole and avoid any water that is pouring into that. But otherwise, just keep it very moist. That would be really, really good help already. You can put a cloth on it, a towel, or anything. 
if anyone wants to volunteer and take part in this activity to save、uh, cetaceans, how can they contact you? They have to be very tolerant with smell and heat and lots of heavy lifting and a really big passion with、uh, marine mammals. They can find us on our website www.opcf.org.hk.